When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 780 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by two guys with the makings of varsity athletes, James Dean Raider and Ben Funky Askren, who lettered in something, I guess wrestling. Uh, he's got yeah. a varsity jacket on. Normally he wears just uh, yeah, a Rudis t-shirt, but today, I guess it's cold in the what? basement. I don't know. No, they sent me this nice jacket. I figure I got to show off a little bit. Look at it. We have my national title. Uh, if I took it all the way around, it says national champ, says the weights. I mean, Christian, they don't give these to just anyone. Evidently. national champions. And I got to remind you guys, sometimes you guys get a little condescending. <laughs> I got to remind you guys, I did win a couple things. Twice. Two-time champ, actually. Does it de- does it designate the two? It does, yeah. It says both years. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. Hey, so speaking of, this is a good uh, intro. Speaking of national champions, uh, which I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got you guys. I think today we're going to pick the 2023 national champions. Correct? Okay, yes. Okay, hold on, hold on. I got thought about this. So I was thinking, I would love to see a graph on this chart. Mm-hmm. Next year, potentially, I don't know if we'll say potentially or likely, one of the two. You'll have Spencer winning four at 125. Mm-hmm. Roman will win three at 133. Yanni will win, will have a first-time champion at 41. Yanni will win four at 49. Uh, 57, if David Carr stays, he could potentially win a second title. Um, yeah, 165. Keegan will likely win a second title. If not, then likely David Carr or uh, Shane Griffith would win theirs. Mm-hmm. 74. Uh, Storaki's going to win three. Brooks is going to win his third. Ferrari or Dean have the potential in their second. Unfortunately, um, Cable's not coming back. He would be going for his third. I can't think of another time when the year that they won, there. So there's going to be three going for their third and two going for their fourth. Like, what's the most amount of titles co- collectively yeah. the champions have had at time of championship? It's so like when they win it, it's over. That night, total amount of NCAA titles between the champions. Do you think this could be the most? So there was a crazy period of time where you had uh, Dake Taylor, Steber, J.O., uh, and Tony Nelson at the time was a two-time champ. I think there was like but did they great... all Did all those win it at the same time? Because I was like, with Dake beat Taylor and, like and I said, Steber there, there's beat some overlap. Over. I don't know if um, – I'd have to go back and look at like the exact year yeah. by year. But like by 2014, 
2013 yeah. season. There was there was a ton of like. So I mean, obviously, because like I mean, at certain times David would have been a, a one time champion there, you know. So it wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to say not counted, but it doesn't it doesn't count for a big number. Whereas, I mean, not and then we're not guaranteeing all these guys a win. And for example, I think Parker can beat Aaron Brooks, but you know, if it goes to chalk, then that's what we're gonna have. Yeah, it it might be the most uh, NCAA titles ever gone for. I mean, I'm trying to think. I think that time may have been the time when it had the the most, like, just kind of gaudy yeah. elite, elite. I mean, McDonough was maybe had two at that point as well. But, yeah, there's a lot Wonder of three if... and four timers. And, and, you know, there's some um, guys. How many of these titles are a result of, like, the extra year? None yet, really. Um. Well, yeah, I'm really like this. Uh, in there. Hey, you're you're breaking up kind of bad, and you're frozen. I'm not saying it's the varsity jacket, but <laughs> it doesn't happen when you just wear a t-shirt. It's not so, a varsity performance. Am I here? Yeah, you sort of. Not really, though. Yeah, leave and come back. All right, so there goes Ben. Uh, so yeah, I think he raises a, a really interesting point. That I guess I had. Twenty thirteen was a good year. Insane, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty thirteen. Delgado with two. And that was and, and remember, twenty thirteen was the year McDonough uh, DNP. Am I correct? He lost in the round of twelve. He lost to he lost to Nishan and then lost to uh, Sprinkle. I think in the round of twelve. This would have been Steber's third. Uh, yeah, second. Second, his third was against Devin Carter. Fourth was against. It's uh, so only two. Port. Maples only one. Oliver's second. Yes, but he was a, a three-time finalist. St. John's only one. Dakes fourth. Perry's first. First. Ruth's. Which one was this for uh, Ruth? This was his second. Second. Quentin second. second, Tony Nelson second. Yeah, so a lot of multi champs there, and I still don't think it. No, too much math for me, but I don't think it tops. No, I mean you got two guys going for four. You have two guys going for their third. That 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 alone sets it apart. Uh, man, that's that's bananas. Well, it's crazy that you could have two four timers, right? When it'll be the first time ever. Think of the gap between Pat Smith and Kale. And then the gap between Kale and uh, the next one was Kyle, right? Mm-hmm. And then Kyle, and I guess the gap's getting a little shorter because then two years later, Logan got his fourth. And now we could be coming up on, on the next round. It's I've mentioned it before how guys are getting younger, better younger. And I think there is an argument to be made that guys' gap to win a title now is – better their first two three years than it is their last two or three so the the interesting thing about but is that just it was a very good set of recruits from 2015 through 20 and it'll slow down again now for the next five ten years or will it continue to pace up well i think that that's part of it we i think that that 2013 era era was just a lot of unprecedented talent when you have dake taylor Steber, Ruth, all all at the same time. I mean, you kind of had a little bit of a resurgence with the Penn State dudes with with Nickel, Nolf, Zane, 
etc. But the thing about the guys being better earlier, it's should that not create should that not make it harder to win? Would that make it harder to win? Because like an elite talent will be far and away so much better than than someone else. But well, I'm saying there's more and more elite talent coming in. So you're the elite talent mm-hmm. your first couple of years, but then. A new crop. A new elite talent okay. who is more elite than you comes in. An eliter talent. Yes. And then in a word. Yeah, that's a good point too. That's a good point. Um, so I, yeah, it's 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 curious. And then you that compounded with injuries and other things like looking at guys like 165, like Marinelli, Shane Griffith. These guys, like yeah, their was their best years to win a title. Look at Mackay. Best years to win a title, like he won as a freshman. I mean, he's right there. Basically, last year is sort of a wash with the injury. And it was two years ago, not last year, or like no, I'm saying okay. Last yeah, year was a wash for him with his injury, and he retired the year before. But that's also what I'm saying is like injuries included. Like the whole package is guys, yeah, best time or most likely time to win a title. Their first, you know, two three years on campus. Yeah, he's and he's an example of, you know, Karstarachi wasn't in the field when he won his first title and now these freshmen come Well, he in moved up. And then yeah, and he changed weight classes also um, eventually. So, it's uh Yeah, and if he just stayed at 65, him versus yeah. Him versus Keegan would have been a, a, an interesting freaking match. Very very curious. I mean, 65 in general if Mackay had stayed there would have been. It was already bananas. Already bananas. So yeah, that'll be I, man, poor Ben. This is not how long I expected this this uh, delay to be. Has he hit us up? Hold on. I think he texts us. I got seven texts. Tyler's on it, he says. Um, he's been removed by the host. Wow, Tyler just kicked him out. Just kidding. He would never do that. Okay. So yesterday was announced your transfer day, apparently. Because we had, what, three? Two? Two. Two. We had three, including the weekend. Okay, Get, recap for the people. Well, probably the big one is Steve O'Poyan. Uh, I know a lot of people are wondering where he's going to land. It's northern Colorado. And with an interesting graphic, too. But Don't sleep on him. <laughs> don't sleep on Steve-O. Uh, it, it was three yesterday, I forgot. Andrew Berryessa, also going to northern Colorado. And Luke Kimmerer is going to Edinburgh. From Pitt to Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And Barry Ace, a longtime Cornell wrestler. I think he graduated. And uh, yes, so yeah, looking. For and him. Ivy's cannot. You can't do four, five years, right, or at your institution. So he that is an an instance where he was literally forced to transfer if he wanted to compete. Yes, so good gets for uh, for Troy Nickerson, who's been someone who since he got to Northern Colorado has done a good job with the portal and getting guys. In his in his lineup, and that's going to add. You know, you got Pool in there. You have Andrew Aliras. You have Barry Asa. You got a couple other pretty tough guys as well. Andrew Aliras tweeted, "It's all coming together," or something like that. Or yeah. UNC lineup coming together. Yeah, and, and it certainly is. So it's a, uh, you know, one thing about the, the portal and something that was commonly sort of discussed as it became more and more open was, man, the the big programs are just going to pick off the little programs and it's just going to be it's going to totally disrupt the balance of power even more and while obviously that, that's happening thank god back. i got my letterman's jacket because i'm outside now we had snow yesterday oh my gosh i know 
Freaking <laughs> internet. <laughs> what the heck happened? Oh, look at that mug. He's so extra. Look at this. My mom, my mom got a nice mug. It was uh, this for Christmas. It has my uh, my dog's footprint on that. How cute. Oh, that's very cute. You a big dog guy, hey, Ben? I, you don't you don't talk about your dogs much. I literally didn't know you awesome. had a dog. dog. Oh guy, my gosh. What's this dog's name? His name is Gaia. She's an old lady. She's like uh, 11 now. Wow. Yeah. What kind of dog is that? Italian Mastiff. Whoa. Real, real sweetheart. Hey, I looked at 2013, Christian, and I, you know what's crazy about how good some of those guys were in their stats? I feel like a lot of those dudes were one-time champs at the time. One or two. We yeah. were going through. Logan, Logan won his second. Um, J.O. two. Jo won his second. He was such a good two-timer. David Taylor, yeah. it was... Uh, well, David you Taylor can't won. count his. <laughs> he didn't even win. And Max win. only had two. Who? Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and and uh, Dave got his fourth. So, But that was... Yeah. I, I, I'll I say, yeah, you can say whatever you want about the titles. I think that was a really, really tremendous era for for college wrestling talent. Like, yes. Steber J.O., Dake Taylor, that's that's just a really, really insane group of – oh, Ed but, Ruth. Ed Ruth, yeah. But co- compared to now, um, I, I think we're uh, in a renaissance of American wrestling. You know, uh, Gable, who's college eligible, already has an Olympic title. Yanni's already been on senior world teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles Amin didn't win a title. He's an Olympic bronze medalist. Uh, we've got all these guys who've had like, international-level success – uh, Dayton Fix, world silver medalist, didn't win a title. Um, so we have all these guys have international level success, and I don't think, to my knowledge, we ever had that previously. All right, well, I have an idea. We should do a we should do a hypothetical duel meet right now. 20, 20, right 13, now? 2013 champs oh. versus uh, twenty twenty two champs. I hate this because this just makes everyone mad at us. Oh, don't you come remember, on, Ben? ben you don't care, huh? I don't remember what happened. <laughs> People were getting pissed. We did. We did the. Uh, how did we do it? We did weight by weight. Did we do? How do we do? Do we do bracket format? I'm forgetting what we did now. I know we did yeah. weight by weight like the last ten years. Yeah. Well, this, here's the thing. Well, here's what, what? I've learned since doing this job. Uh, there, I've been yelled at for things that I couldn't even have fathomed that would make people mad. One time, That's a dad. One time, a dad yelled at me for saying that his kid was a neutral dynamo on his feet. Because that implies that he wasn't good on on the mat. This is a real thing that happened to me. A, <laughs> really, really good wrestler. Um, so th- that's, uh, that the ki- funny. that's the kind of things the the conversations you end up having. Uh, so yeah. at some point you're just like, well, what does it really matter? Um, you just you just do your best and you kind of know what you meant and people yeah. are gonna take it how how they take it. So I think you could do it fine. Um, It'll be fun. Let's have you know. Let's have well, some fun. Well, can we do it tomorrow so I can think more about it? Because I was set for my twenty twenty three champs. I was okay. wanting to do those. Okay. Well, I think you're. I think you're. Okay. Fine. We'll do uh, it tomorrow. We, we can do it tomorrow. We can do it with. Oh, we'll make Shane pick too. Oh, we'll make. Yes, that'll be great. Shane, dude. I don't even know if we'll get through the show because Shane will be on the third weight. And he'll be like, I can't pick. I they're both so awesome, <laughs> and we'll know. Yeah, they're really both really good, but we got to pick one. What a stud. He'll say that. <laughs> whoever that whoever he part. picks to lose, he's going to call a stud soon after. That's my prediction. <laughs> or hammer. Um, hammer. Hey, uh, ra- random thought, too. I looked at the entries uh, for the U.S. Open. 
sitting out. There's not a, the highest end guys, but you're right. 70 kilograms is going to be fun. There's some guys in there that I'm like, oh, that'll be fun. Yes. Um, maybe not the highest end, but good. Speaking of, oh, a couple other. Uh, Bryce Andoni, it sounds like he's moving up to 157 uh, next year for, for the okay. Hokies. So that's uh, just notable. Probably a good way. I mean, if David Carr wins, I don't want to say that's a weak weight, but that weight would be definitely vulnerable to someone coming in significantly more than, you know, say one one forty nine. Yes. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree. All right. Do you want to um, twenty twenty three champs, baby? Let's do yeah. this. Twenty twenty three champions. I wonder if this is gonna be, be really easy though. I mean, how hard is this actually going to be for some of these? Like, I, I got I got a few twists in there that I think you're going to like. Okay. All right. I can't wait. I'm I'm ready for the twists and turns. Okay. Starting. You're you're real. You're gonna be a real Iron Man this show. Just holding your phone in your hand, Ben. I know it's ideal. I have coffee and it's it is actually legit. It's probably like uh, 34 degrees. It's not not ideal to be outside right now. Dang. When well, my I'm, kids leave and it gets less quiet, maybe I'll go back inside. Okay. Are your kids off school? Oh, yeah, you have young kids that don't go to school. Yeah, they had a late day. Uh, Alex had a dance appointment, so they were just waiting a little bit to leave. All right, playing a little hooky. That's okay. So, start at 125. I mean, come on. I think we're it's contractual. Gotta be Spencer. It's got to be Spencer the condenser. And especially, um, ru- rumors swirling that Gloria and Arugia are both going to move up. Those two are just... Uh, really? Just linked forever. I, I still think when push comes to shove, one of them will stay down there. Um, I would think. Glory's you know, been calling out of, Spencer Lee since since forever. I feel like you yeah. gotta you gotta stick around. There's yeah, the whole drama both, this I mean, year. I thought it was evident when you watched them in the duel against each other that they're both cutting quite a bit of weight. I think it's very evident. Um yeah. especially I think Glory really uh, to me Glory looks bigger. I know Vito is a very tall, skinny person, but Glory yes. just looks he looks thick and it just looks really tough for him to get down there. So I wouldn't blame him. We're going up, Patrick. But um, the thing is, for Vito, it's it's uh, you, you assume he's a long term, fifty seven kilogram guy. So you'd think he'd probably yes. want to hang in that area. Although there's no real, if he wants to go thirty three and then then cut down. You you can do that, yeah. obviously. Yep, um, absolutely. It's like um, a date and fix I mean, I think it's gonna be interesting to, to for us to see what Spencer actually looks like off of two ACL surgeries. Is it gonna be the same guy? Will he be way different? Um, you got to assume there's going to be s- something there, uh, but maybe not. Here's a question: Who? I'm, I'm not being. I'm, I'm genuinely asking: Who has come off of a, a, an ACL surgery? I know two is unprecedented. We, I don't know if we've ever seen this. Double, yeah. Who is? Who's come off ACL surgeries that it just never was the same? I remember a guy oh. for West Virginia, Brandon Raider. He just kept tearing oh, yeah. his knee, never the same. and he, who's never the same. And he was like all American as a. I also don't know anybody that just didn't repair them for a year or two, whatever, and then got that surgery. Also. I don't know if that uh, who was that helps or hurts. The other day? Dang it, I'm blanking. There was someone who I was thinking of the other day that um, they were really high level and had. Uh, now I'm thinking it was knee, but it might have been another major surgery, and they just were never ever the same. Damn, who was it? Jordan Burroughs. No, he did. Uh, he did all right after his ACL surgery. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Dang, uh, I don't remember who it was. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I think I saw with a few teammates I had in college too, who maybe just weren't weren't quite the same person afterwards. 
Um, yeah, it's a tough injury to recover from. I kind of also wonder, like, I remember when ACLs it didn't wasn't that long ago when it seemed like you get an ACL, it's a year, like literally almost a calendar year. Mm-hmm. Now it's like the the science seems in the just the medical recovery seems so so much improved. Um, yeah, I mean, didn't Ringer have Ringer had ACL surgery? He came yeah, back, made World Team Trials finals, like in a really seemed like a really short turnaround. They were talking about him maybe uh, coming out for the Olympic trials, if you recall. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's an example. I, I feel like Ringer was pretty close to. It wasn't a right. short turnaround to the World Trials. I want I want to say he had the surgery in December. And to your point, there was some rumors he was going to come back out for the Olympic trials, which have been like four and four and a half months, I think, from the surgery. So that means the World Trials was like nine to ten months from the surgery. True, but yeah, he looked great. Yeah, he did look really great. And yeah, I, I, I guess that's maybe maybe what I was thinking of, like. Wow, this guy's actually considering. DT had one. He looked good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it's more than uh, uh, it's built up to be. Well, and and the the ultimate thing here is there's two at the same time, and we just I've never even heard of such a thing. So yeah, that that'll be the the differentiator. But he's a he's a freak, and these guys are two. so maniacal about their their recovery too. And to counteract yeah. that, especially if Glory and Vito move up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If Gloria and Vito are not there, who is he wrestling he in the finals? He basically did that two years ago. It's like against it, Courtney. It's like Courtney, Courtney. Cardinal, um, Camacho, Latona. It's basically last year's field. I mean, who's coming into the, you know, unless Robbie Howard Robbie, got way better. I was going to say Robbie would be yeah. the one uh, guy who hey, maybe. Totally hey. random thought. Love it. Uh, Steve O transferred to North, Northern Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I looked at his wrestling stacks. I'm like, I didn't really see him that much. Junior. He was six and zero. He beat another dude from North Carolina State who was like eighteen and three, who I never heard of in my whole life. Who was that? It was like uh, Jordan Jones or something to that effect. And I'm like, how have I never heard of this person? James so weird, Joplin. Right? James Joplin. That's it. Yes, yeah. famous rock and roll artist. <laughs> the, no, that's Janice. That's Janice, Janice Joplin. Close, yeah. close. Great Janice's hit. son. And yeah, so he wrestled. Oh, he had a medical forfeit over Cooper Flynn. I was about to say it's a very relevant result. Yeah, so pulling six and zero, a quiet six and zero. I think he just hit a couple November opens, and that was the extent of his season. Yep. Um, how did we get on Stevo ACL surgery? One twenty five. Uh, Stevo. Yeah, that's right. One twenty five. One twenty five. Yes, that was it. You All said Rose. Jacob Camacho. Made me think about it. North Carolina State. That's right. That's right. North Carolina State does love having just an enormous roster. Enormous roster talent. of, like, decent dudes. Yes. Like, They're good, it's... yeah. Like well, Lehi- Ed Scott Lehi was good to, at this, too. Uh, Ed Scott lost to one of the backups, who lost, and that backup lost to a different backup. Kovacs, I think, Kovacs. Kovacs. Yeah, Kovacs. Kovacs. Kovacs lost somewhere else. Yes, they have a very, very deep roster. So they should... You know what, um, like uh, certain Major League Baseball teams do, they send like um, recruiters to say like one of the Caribbean islands or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some other college teams should send just the transfer portal guy to, to Raleigh. <laughs> hey, you don't like this? We got a place for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the problem is most of them just like it there. They like it. They don't. It's not a problem. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I was th- oh, I guess I was making a point about the transfer portal with with Steve-O and, and uh, Barry Asa and, and so, some of the movement we're seeing, like 
a lot of the the chicken littling about the the transfer portal as it became more wide open is like oh the power programs are just gonna like widen the gap widen the gap but what what you're seeing is is you're seeing some of that right you're seeing some of the power programs not, not a ton. but what you are also seeing way more of is guys who are at power programs ending up in other places where they can start you've seen it at Oregon State with Gaston Gary going yep. from Ohio State to Oregon State. You're seeing it with Northern Colorado with these two moves. Uh, so it's it's a lot more prevalent that people are using the portal to actually help out the the smaller programs, the ones that are having a harder time filling their lineup. So I think it works on works on both levels, and you know it can have a huge impact. You know, thinking about thinking yeah. about NC State, and uh, you had. Yeah, Bryce Meredith. A lot of people probably don't even remember that Bryce Meredith was at NC State and a 33-pounder there before transferring to Wyoming and becoming a three-time All-American and finalist and and everything. So you can have a great program on those. Honestly, um, you know, I was actually talking to a parent the other day who had to worry that their kid was going to a really good program. I'm like, will will my kid ever start there? Mm -hmm. Right? And honestly, one of the things I said is like, well, if he can't, (laughs) transferring is really freaking easy. Yeah. It's really easy. It's not hard. So for me, if, if you know, I know that's a thought that a lot of recruits have. Free go go there for a year or two. And obviously if that, that team is a power program that having success, there's probably a good reason having success. They're probably good coaching. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna coach up really well for a couple of years and then find somewhere else you want to go. Right. Right. Um not not a bad thought there. Okay. So I'll, I'll, take the, I'll, take the bl- I'll take the blame for uh, that deviation from all over no, the place. That was me, Steve-O. I brought Steve-O. Yeah. Okay. So then 133. Now we're faced with basically the same predicament as before. Roman, Dayton. But now you throw in Vito and Glory potentially along with the other. Uh, how sh- should we be taking you for your word on this, on these two going to, going to 33? Uh, no, you don't have to. I don't know. I, I I'm not saying lock it in stone, but it's a possibility for sure. I don't think either one are beating RBY anyways. And given uh, the results of this year, RBY lock it in. I think there is still a small chance he does not return. So really, how do you th- I thought they just announced. They didn't. They just announced they're all returning. What? Where'd you see that? I don't know, the, the freaking Twitter or something? Freaking Twitter. I mean, what was it? Two or three weeks ago, he put up the what should I do graphic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought, I, I, thought, I swear I saw on there somewhere that uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it was one of those fake articles. Sometimes they get you with those. Maybe it was a mistake article. I thought it was um, on Penn State's, uh, what's their dang website called? Like, um, I don't remember what it's called. What the like the message board? No, no, no. They have a website like that's for Penn State athletics. Oh, probably we are something. Yeah. Yes, that one. That's it. Probably that's it. That's it. Success with honor, online. Okay. <laughs> All right, so so here's, lock it in. So I guess the the there is a percentage chance that Dayton could beat Roman Bravo Young. There is. I don't know what it is, but there is that chance. So you factor in that. You factor in that likelihood. With there is also a chance that Roman doesn't come back, right? Plus yeah. the chance that he gets injured, plus gets upset by somebody else in the field. 
Plus, is that enough to yes. make you pull the trigger on Dayton? Could I do it again? Dare I do it again? That's my thing. I went Dayton preseason last year. Me too. And, I and it bit me. <laughs> it, it bit you, you know, one one takedown. Okay, here's the other thing. If Roman oh, does the oh, the other thing, the other thing is is there any uh, is there a negative potential impact of Dayton or excuse me of Roman just doing like a one semester thing, which is sort of being speculated. He'll come out in January and why? Why would he do that? I don't know. I'm, I'm he serious. Doesn't I don't want to go to school for a semester. Yeah, probably doesn't want to do school. Does he? Does he have a degree already? I do not know. He, this is his fourth year. I'm sure he's probably graduate. He no, he's graduating in May because. Uh, Bader, I think, is going to his graduation party for the film we're, we're doing on him. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, then, yeah, honestly, that would probably be, like, if I was graduating and uh, I did not want to go to grad school, I'd be like, I ain't going to school two semesters. I'll do some freestyle tournaments and I'll come in in January. I'll probably enroll in some classes and then probably not do any work at all. Yeah, that sounds like the funnest college ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> you needed one of those semesters, Ben. Well, yeah, I was I was close. My last semester, I had one undergrad class I had to finish, and then they talked me into taking six grad classes, but they were both sports psych. Class. One was a private uh, study with Rick McGuire, uh, sports psych, and the other one was uh, his sports psych class in grad school, and they both were just a lot of fun for me. So um, yeah, yeah I did I did not do a lot of work. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So okay, so I'm I'm kind of walking down this path of you know. Talking myself. Okay, you won't. You won't do it. Yeah, it's it's a. I have a hard time. But if those two are wrestling Saturday night, I'm gonna be like, okay, all my statistical whatever analysis is, is out the door. So I, if I just answer that question, I'll just say Roman. But Got I still it. believe. JD. I'll go Dayton. But you know what? If this what? dude, I, the Dayton was so close on that takedown. And he went to the he went to the hip. Never go Pretty to the close. hip. One little thing, go down to the hamstring, drop down to the leg. Yeah, but yes. One time, like it being so close, the first year, and you're like, okay, Dayton can we'll get it done the second time with some small improvements. Mm-hmm. He does it a second time. It's kind of like okay, this is kind of a reoccurring theme. Like Roman has his number, but then you can also flip it and be like, it's so hard to beat a guy like Dayton Fix three times in a row. That's the other thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I'll stick with Roman. Whatever. I hate it. Uh, but Wow, the, you hate RBY. No, love RBY. <laughs> just oh, kind of a Dayton guy. But. Well, it's just, I mean, it, it just, the other thing there is, you know, you've watched a guy come up. There's never been a four times second placer. Never. So, I, I, I sometimes I think of because I had the pain of losing twice or all the finals and it was effing it sucked. Yeah. And then luckily I won the next year. Um, but I think about Dwayne Goldman, who he's the only uh, I used to know all the four time finalists. I could probably still name them when I was in high school. I think it was only nine of them, nine four time finalists. By the time I got out of college, I think it was uh, up to 13, I believe. Um so Dwayne Goldman has the only uh, guy who who took second, 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 and then finally won a title. Mm-hmm. And I think about like, dude, well, well, after his third loss in the finals, like, what was this dude thinking? And then I was going to number four, like, dude, you gotta be stressing, like, dude, I lost three times in the finals, like, this sucks. 
Did you, you ever know? talk to Dwayne now, Goldman Dave, about what? it? Did you ever talk to Dwayne about it? No, never. He always kind of mean mugged me because I think I beat up his guys too much or something. Oh, yeah. He was in Indiana. Um, yeah. So I was, you know, Dayton's obviously that. That's another one. Was like we've seen him come so close three times. And it's like it's not like he got in the finals. He got his butt kicked. It was like it, he's right there every single time. Yeah, that's the other thing too. But and then it comes back to the Penn State thing where it's like, man. These guys, if it's close in the margins, then they just they just they, win. It's they like win the NCAA finals. Don't bet against. I was uh, I was thinking about that not to take us on another detour, no, but I was thinking about that again. Is like their record in the semis and the finals is is so preposterous. Oh, you guys want to see some new artwork my wife got? This is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Let's see it. She got this after we were on the Iowa trip. I sent her a picture. You guys, can you see that or no? Hey, did you? That was in my That's from uh, that hotel in Iowa City that, that you guys booked us at. Yeah, I I sent her a picture and she she uh, she found it online somewhere. That was in that was in the same room we stayed in too. I think they had one of those in every room in that in that hotel. That's pretty cool. Yeah. How'd you, how did That's she find cool. it? I I don't know. My wife's like is she an art thief. Time on Amazon I've seen movies shit. about this. Is she is she an art thief? <laughs> um, hey, so Penn State. They have such an incredible record in the semis and finals. I mean, it's almost like, it's almost unbelievable, you know? But then I go back to that same thing. It's like, but how can they not get people to like, you, you're that good in the final, semis and finals, but you can't get certain guys like, like to be even like pretty good. I just don't like, it, it hurts my head to think about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. And sort of inexplicable yeah. in a lot of ways. All right, yeah. 33, yeah. we're split. Penn State is 30-2 and two in their last 32 NCAA semis, I believe. How crazy is that? It's almost <laughs> unbelievable. That's what I'm telling you. Like, yeah, that's the crazy thing. Um, 30 preposterous. And two in the, like, hardest matches, basically, you can wrestle other than the finals. 30-2. Mm -hmm. Man, you know what it also puts in perspective? Dakes win over Taylor. Like, dude, yeah, how freaking sure. good is how freaking good is is Kyle Dake to take? So, well, who are the two losses? To uh, Nick, did Nick Lee lose in a semi? No, uh, I think he lost before semis. What's the date Both range? Two. I don't know. JD's got it. it did Kirk Lee at loss in the semis? That's one. Yes. Did he lose in the semis last year as well? I don't think I don't think he made no, it that far. Quarter. It there. They wrestled in the quarters, I think. Uh, okay. What if it's like a Matt Brown or someone like that? Just a problem for the flow stats department. Yeah. Flow quants, get after it. That doesn't exist, but no. Okay, but how cool would it be if they made it? This is a simple chart to make. If you did how many NCAA titles the NCAA champions had at time of NCAA championship, and then just did like a you know a graph for a year, like how many it was. You find to look at. They've won. 11 individual final finals in a row, and they're 21 of their last 24 in the finals. So crazy. 21 That's, of 24. It's pretty wild. That's 87.5%. Oh, my gosh, with the math. Big well, brain, seven, Ben. Seven A's. Seven A's. Okay. Yeah. Smart guy, Ben. All right. 41. <sighs> I'm going to throw a curveball at you. Okay, I'm ready. Eight and fixed. NCAA champion, Ooh. 141 pounds. 
Are you hearing, or is this just your suggestion to date? No, no. why don't you do it? Uh, Carter Young's too small for 41 anyways. Put him yeah. down at 33. Dayton, I'd rather beat who's ever at 41 than I'd rather beat Roman Bravo Young. And he, Vito and Corey. strong. Dayton yeah. never, ever, ever gets overpowered, ever. Never. He's probably also thinking never. about what he wants to do for 2024. That would mean he was probably going to move up to 65 because I doubt he wants to go 41 for a full year and then cut back down to 57 the next year. Man, if you lost three NCAA finals in a row, you might do some really, really wild things to get that, that title. Yeah. I Honestly, it may, Ben, I, the, the lineup dynamic is what really makes it interesting. But there's this. There's but this. they don't have a good guy to come in at 33. Reese Whitcraft. Carter, Carter Young. Young. Oh, yeah. Carter Young would be better at 33. He's small for 41. The other thing, yeah, is is the Dayton fix Oklahoma State perception of his own size is that they just they just seem to always think he's he's a fifty seven. They cut too much weight. I, John Smith probably won't listen to me. Uh, I and I don't want to say I have no statistics backing this up, but Oklahoma State <laughs> Oklahoma State wrestlers, if we take wrestlers and the percentage of weight they are over their college weight class. They ain't no one more than over than Oklahoma State. You look at some of these good dudes, they're all huge. They are freaking gigantic. Even Chris Pelton. Like, he ain't even fat. He's just a big he's dude. He's like 220. He has a 174-pounder. He's huge. Yeah. All yeah. of them. But there's, there's a lot of them who are um, significantly overweight. Uh, and, I mean, like, we're talking 20, 30, 40% body weight over their college weight class. And, and not, I'm not even talking guys who are 30 years out. I'm talking guys who are two, three, four, five years out. Ringer. 189 pounds. <laughs> That's a good one. He's right 65. there, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, good point. I mean, J.O., he eventually moved up, though. Um, yeah. He was cutting did a bunch at 33, and then he went to – he did the very rarely <laughs> seen double bump from 33 to 49 and won a yeah. title. Okay, so you're saying, man. Dayton Fix, 141-pound champ. I kind of love this. Mark it down. Maybe they hear from me first, and they're like, wait, why didn't I think of that? I'm going, I'm doing that right now. I'm copycat piles right now. Uh, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going. I, since I can't pick Bo Bartley yet, uh, I'm going to go Dayton Fix. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't if, think you already picked Dayton him to win. Thir- you already picked him to win 33. Yes, well, can't I could hedge my hedge my bet and pick him at both thirty three and forty one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if he went forty one, uh, I think he would probably win. Yeah, tell me who's he, tell me who he's not the favorite over right now. I mean, the, to me, I mean Cole Matthews, Real Woods. I mean, I think those are the, the best. Uh, Willits. He, he, he's the favorite. Absolutely, he's For the sure. favorite. Yeah. Who's? Yeah, we. I mean, we've been talking about this. Wait, who's going to be here? Dayton Fix would make a whole lot of sense. It's funny because he is very, excuse me, he is very short. I mean, this is a short, he's a short guy. Um, yeah. But yeah. But Yanni, Yanni doesn't walk around. Spencer doesn't walk around a lot over his weight class. Yanni doesn't walk around a lot over his weight class. Uh, I actually don't think RBY, I don't think he's that big for that weight class. That's my feeling. I don't have an into, I don't know on that one for sure. How big yeah, do you think Dayton guys, gets though? Do you think he gets to 145? Ooh. Do you think Dayton gets to 145 yes. pounds? Oh, yeah, for sure. Easy. I don't know about I bet. that. I bet. Hey, if you go to Stillwater, show up in Stillwater today. Put it, uh, is he wrestling at the U.S. Open or no? no? No, he's not. He's not. Put him on the scale today. I bet he's about 148 pounds. No. Yep. Want to bet? Let's bet. I would 148? love to see it. Someone, 
Send send a full camera crew to Stillwater today. Be before breakfast, not after. Before breakfast, put them on scale. Before breakfast, one forty-eight. No way. No, Give no, me the under all before day. Before practice, I said. I said before practice. Before practice. Before practice. Before breakfast. After breakfast. After a Denny's trip. No, not one forty-eight. <laughs> not one forty-eight. The the guy's like five he's, two. He's not that dude. He's, he's no way. jacked. Yeah, he's jacked. I'm jacked too. I don't weigh no one. I, I, I barely pounds. weigh over one forty-eight. You don't got Dayton fix type muscles. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> plus, what you, do you weigh, you know, Plus, you also don't cut like a large amount of weight for a majority of the year. You don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> meaning, you don't know my meaning goals. when you don't have to cut weight for, say, three months. You blew you, it up. you enjoy yourself a little bit. Yeah. Because you yeah. can. I'm. I know that. I'm factoring all that in. I'm factoring in the enjoyment and the. So not you cut. okay before practice day? Dayton fix gets on scale. Factoring all the Christian Pyle's head com, head computer, what are you saying he weighs? Forty three. Really, I think that's I think that's small. Like honestly, he weigh, said, he's weighing four, he's weighing forty three on Monday in season. Yeah, I, don't think I think so. so. If you told me Christian, if you told me, you know, I said one forty eight. If you said, hey, didn't fix that on the scale today, he's one fifty three. I uh, wouldn't be that surprised. Wouldn't really surprise me that much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't think you've stood next to him to to harken back to a nomad take. Eh? I have. Next- I have. I don't think 153 is that big. I mean, when he's like, like I got, I got. You know, what I'm thinking I'm, who I think is probably really comparative size. Just I, I've stood next to them both. Is a guy like Sergio Pettis, who he's fought at 125. That's really small for him. He's now competing at 135. He gets up to 155, 160. I've seen him on the scale at those, that weight class, and he doesn't like look. That much, he looks bigger, but not that much bigger than when he's at 135 making weight. Uh, of note, Sergio Pettis is 5'6. Dayton's probably 5'4. Day- Dayton's not 5'6 and freaking. I don't Cowboy think boots. they're that different in height. I don't think that. I think if they stood next to each other, they'd be very similar. This says 5'4 uh, on his uh, okay. Wikipedia thing. And I think that could be charitable. He's a short guy. All right, what, what's Dustin? Check Dustin Ortiz. That's another guy who I feel like, same <laughs> thing. Dustin he, or he Justin? Was, Dust, Dustin, D. Uh, okay. He was always a 12500 and never moved up, but he would be 150 five, uh, five. You know, a week after his fights. 5'5". Five, 5'5", five. Five, five, okay. That's about how big I think. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think, God, I got to feel like Dayton Fix is around 150. So he should move up, 141 national champ, 2023 Dayton Fix. Okay. Hopefully, uh, yeah, I'd love to find out. Uh, now, that's this is the only question I want answered. How big is this guy? How big does he get? You got to know someone in Stillwater that you can go get to take a picture of the scale today, don't you? Well, I was, I'm not going to spy on Dayton Fix. No, no, you, we'll just tell him. We'll tell him, hey, uh, hey, hey we're now, sending this by. He'll probably be all right with it. Yeah. Um, okay. Who do we know on the Oklahoma State team right now? I don't think I have any. I have no athletes on the team. Do I have any friends on the team? Hmm. We need a spy. We need a spy. Okay, we'll work on that. We'll work on spies. Okay. It's a Q Q two initiative of ours. Okay, so that's forty one. Oh, who'd you pick? This is tough. Yeah. Uh, this is like uh, twenty fourteen one ninety seven. With like Taylor Meeks was the number one ranked guy coming out. You're oh like, my goodness, that was crazy. Do you remember that? Yeah, and it's like, what? It's, it's really, I mean, he's the obvious number one guy, but is he really be the guy that wins the title this year? 
And of course, what did we take that year? Like six or something? I don't know. But then, of course, who came out of the woodwork? But Jaden Michael Tabori Cox. Yeah, Jaden beat Nick Heflin in the finals. Who did he beat in the semis? Uh, not Kyve. Uh, or did he beat? Not Kyven. No, he didn't. I don't think he beat Kyven. Kyven got so. posed in his seat. I remember that very specifically. Who did he beat in the semi? I can't recall. Oh, did he have Chris Penny? Gilgore? He might have had Chris Penny. Oh, or... I think you might be right. Chris Penny was like a 11 or a 14 or something to that effect. All right, hold on. We'll just look it up. Look it up. Find the bracket. Look it on up. I think I'm going real woods with my pick. I think that's fair. I Not mean... confident in it. He's definitely a guy who you could see going with like two losses on the regular season, the clear number one guy, but just going, can he win, you know, five matches in a row? Yeah, so he stay here, healthy. Yeah, he would be my pick if uh, Sands br- Ben's brilliant Dayton idea. So Jaden did beat Chris Penny. Um, yep. What seed was Chris Penny? Like an eleven or a fourteen four, or something like 14. that. Fourteen. Yep. Jeez. Uh, Schiller Schiller beat Gadsden in the quarter. Schiller, like for a period of time, kind of had Gadsden's number. Then Gadsden eventually fig- sort of figured it out. I think. Yep. And then Heflin beat Schiller in tiebreaker, two-one, brutal match, and then Jaden won. As we all know, great match. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's 41. That was tough. 49, less tough. Easy. Yanni. John, John Diakamahalas, your champion. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Anybody but Ridge to the final? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, I don't know yeah. who, but for sure, there's. there's yeah. Gomez, Sasso. Yeah. There's a lot of Sasso kind of I don't want to say fell off, but uh, you know from what our perception of him was, and he was he was this close to winning an NCAA title the year before, and he lost he lost to uh, Gomez, he lost to oh my who did he lose to NCAs? Um, did he not Milner? Andonian? Oh. Not um, not Ridge. He beat Milner. It was whoever the four was. Yanni. The final he lost year. to Yanni and then Gomez on the backside. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Is that when he said yeah, he wrestled so he like is... a coward after he beat Sasso? Yanni Who said, said he that? Wrestled... Yanni said that he wrestled yeah, like a coward. Yeah, I think those the semis. Yeah. 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 So I think um, definitely Yanni and who makes the finals against, as, against him is kind of up in the air. Okay. Yeah, I think it's very up in the air. It could be, and we've never ever had two four-time champs in the same year. I mean, we've only we've been what at this for ninety years or so. And we've only had four ever. It's pretty insane. We're going to potentially have two in the same year. There was a question we got about comparing Yanni to Dig. I don't know if we want to dive into that now or wait until. Let's wait till yeah. questions. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I do. I did like that question. The, another person to just keep an eye on um, is Shane Van Ness this year we'll see he's a total not total unknown because we all saw what he did in high school but we didn't learn anything during his retro year at all is he all, going to uw juniors no not, he's not he's not listed no. at u20 open i don't know if he's automatically in the trials at this point or not i don't doesn't seem like he would well, be. On what criteria on what criteria would he be automatically in that's what i'm saying i don't know what criteria he would be oh. so i don't think well, that he is but doesn't Penn State always do the like last minute entry thing? Sometimes they've already got guys entered though. Yeah, like Robbie Howard's oh, okay. entered, Gary Steen's entered, Levi Facundo. Haynes, Lucas Cockrell. Wait, is is 
Howard's still 20 you? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He wow. feels older okay. because he was making cadet world teams. He made and- three cadet teams, so he made the first yeah, one very yeah. young. Because normally guys God. don't make them so early, especially at a, like a really tough weight like the ones he was yeah. making. Um, pr- pretty incredible accomplishment. So, yeah, excited to watch him again, and I'm sure Penn State fans are have a close eye on Robbie. As he, I, it looks like, and as we deviate, let's just do it, but for U20 – it looks like a two-horse race. There's some other tough guys like Spencer Moore in the mix, Cooper Flynn, but Robbie and Richie Figueroa both entered at 57. When are you guys going to put out? Are they doing pre-seats for that division? Hmm. I they I, I think they do normally do that. Uh, is it selection criteria, or is that just cadets? They seat it because I've literally been in done the seating meeting before. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't, obviously the separation criteria for USA Wrestling. I don't, I don't hate it. It's better than nothing, but sometimes it doesn't work out properly. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Whereas something like Super Thirty Two, who is it's seated, you usually look at the seat and you're like, "Wow, they did a really good job." Type of thing. For sure. Okay, let's go to fifty-seven. Okay. So we've got. Uh... Yeah. How sure are you about this, David Carthay? I feel pretty. I feel pretty certain. Do, do uh, obviously, I, w- I would like to pick him, but if he's moving up, I'm not going to pick him. It'd be dumb. It would be dumb to pick someone yeah. that's not in the way to win it. Uh, so, I, I do think he's moving up. I'm operating under that assumption that we're going to have a, a showdown of the century at fit, at 65. Uh, but three, the century, three no, not really, not really the century. <laughs> Uh, it's just an exciting match, honestly. But I'm going to say, actually, a guy who narrowly placed this year but was injured, Austin O'Connor, wins the title. What? What? That's crazy? Guy had a torn ACL this I year. I mean, he's an NCAA champion, so I guess it's not it's not crazy crazy. But uh, he took some L's even before. He, I, so I wish I had my computer. So I, he lost to Peyton Rob. Like, that happened. Fire. Wasn't there one more loss? Ed Scott is where he got injured, I believe. Okay. That was his only other loss. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I, I mean, I was thinking, when you told me Andonian was moving up, that's that's real news. Uh, he showed an immense amount of progress from 20, 20, 2021 to 2022. He got a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, uh, obviously you could see him continuing that level of improvement. Um, I would really love to see how Ed Scott improves also um, because he's another guy who is like freaking way, way – I mean, we talked about him for the most improved wrestler of the year. Um, True. Going to get way better. Um, so who am I going to pick? You know, here's and here's just so you guys know, listening, don't have the rankings handy. Some of the top contenders in my mind, assuming Car moves up, Quincy Mondays is ranked number one right now. Willow Rob, Peyton Rob, Ja'Cory Teamer is definitely a name I considered. Uh, a name you should also consider now is Bryce Sandonian, according to you. According to me, you should definitely because Sandonian would be ranked. He took third at one forty nine. Ah, fourth, right? Oh, he lost he to Tree. To Gomez. No, he didn't lose to Gomez. He took third. Yeah, oh, I was right. Okay. Stop trying to talk me out of it. All my computer. And lost to Ridge. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Ridge. Yeah, Ridge. He beat yeah, him twice. Third. I thought so. Um, I'm going to. I love. I've been an Andonian. I've been on the Andonian bandwagon for a long time. Going to Andonian. 
Yeah, wow. 47. I was kind of thinking about pulling wow. sugar on it and donating to Thinking it. about it. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Oh, I love this. I did not see this coming. It's whatever. It's going to be a dude. How insane is the ACC going to be at 157? Andonian, Ed Scott, and Austin O'Connor. That'll be a lot of fun. I think I think O'Connor full go is a really tough matchup for Bryce, honestly. Because he's he's disciplined and smart in position. So disciplined, and so good position. I, I think. He, but that's somewhere that Andonian got a lot better at not like doing stupid things to kill himself. Th- then again, uh, not trying to make the case against Bryce Andonian here, but his Tariq match was like a a tactical. Um, just, just he straight up beat himself against Tariq Wilson in in that duel meet. If you remember, in the duel. But then you say so I that was so literally in like the second semester. So I'm not but I'm not ready to say he's like just doesn't yeah. he doesn't still no, have. You're 100 right. I th- I think where I would say go the other way is like, and I feel like in the Gomez match, he was the one that made the smart strategical decisions of like when to not go for it and when to you know kind of play it a little more safe. I think when you have two. Um, and the other interesting thing with with that matchup is with Gomez and Antonio. It's like they're both crazy. They both try crazy stuff, and I think that's a little different than a guy who's going to come out with a specific game plan to execute and is not like yeah, not a, a more tactical guy, a more positional guy, which I think he is. Uh, I'm trying to look yeah. up. Um, well, I did it, JD. What are you doing? I'm debating, but. They have wrestled I, twice. I don't hate a Peyton Roberts, Corey Teamer pick either. Um, let's roll the dice with Andonian. He's oh the fun God. pick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh let's okay. do it. So he's wrestled O'Connor twice. He lost. Uh, so my pick beat your guy 11 4 and 10 8 in their two meetings, uh, just as a point of reference. That was, that was two years ago. Yeah, it was. Um, it's the past. This is now. That's right. Yeah, uh, he also beat. Him are they gonna, are they both registered for the? No, obviously O'Connor's hurt. So Andonian's registered for the open. 70. He also yep. beat him ten yep. four and eleven seven. So he's four zero against this guy against your pick. Okay, he's he's gotten way better. He has gotten way better. Yes. Just just some. Data. That's a fun weight class. I mean, it's almost. Um, I want to say it's almost more fun when you have a weight class like one fifty seven. We're like, damn, there's a lot of good dudes, and we're not really sure who's better. Um, because like if we if we uh, if we didn't say betting odds on one seventy four preseason, you know you're gonna have like um, uh, Siraki being like a, a one to three favorite. I mean, just a gigantic favorite over the field. And at one uh, one fifty seven, you're gonna have a whole bunch of guys who are you know like essentially if you're against the field, you're all underdogs, right? So. You're going to have a yes. bunch of guys who are reasonably decent bets to win this. Yeah, I should have picked the field for my NCAA championship. <laughs> that would be – Someone yeah, in the field honestly. is going to win. That's my – If you if at 157 you took the top three guys and then you put the field at number four, you'd probably bet the field. 100%. For, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. We're at 174. There's no way you're betting the field. Or 184. There's no way you're betting the field. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I'll bet anything with good enough odds. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I can build anything with teats. (laughs) So what? (laughs) Um, Can you milk me? Yeah, can I? No. 
165. So here's Keegan O'Toole, let's go. Keegan O'Toole, let's go. I say I say that as well. Um how waiver. many weight classes, Christian, in the history of wrestling have going into the year have you had three NCAA champions returning in the same bracket? Can't be close, a lot. Flow stats. Get on it. Three. Flow stats, let's go. So we've had two going in. Yeah, definitely. Two's going happened into it. a few times. Or any Three's of those. Happened two happens yeah. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, we'll have to look into it. One. Uh, so is that it? I'm going Keegan. You're going Keegan too? Uh, no one's picking Carr. Wow. Hates the I, so I think stylistically Carr is. Uh, Keegan's a bad matchup for Carr, actually. I mean, I, I want to see it play out. I'd love to see the match, but that's just kind of how I, I feel why about you, it. Tell us, tell me why. Um, I think I think Carr doesn't always finish super cleanly, and if you don't finish clean, it's really unlikely you're beating Keegan in the scrambles. Um, I I think there's a definite chance Keegan can ride for a while. Um, so I guess just those two things make me lean that direction. Okay. See, I would I would have said that like Carr's a pretty reliable finisher typically. Although, of course, he didn't. The match he lost at NCAs was largely because he couldn't finish on Willets. Um, yeah. And so, if that's a problem with him, it's going to be only yeah. compounded by. But th- then again, I would say the counterpoint is which I'm going to try to make is like the speed of Carr. I could see him get him getting a takedown on. Keegan yeah. as well mm-hmm. with his speed. Ru- either runs him over or just too quick to the leg or hits a duck or something where there's little opportunity for a scramble. But yeah. Re- I'm I'm sticking with Keegan. Yeah. What he did yeah. this Hopefully year. Hopefully we can see that, that match a couple times next year. I mean they, they wrestle in a duel, obviously, and then the big twelves and then national. No one so, better sit uh, out in that match. That's all I gotta say. What'd you say? No one better sit out in that match. I can see the dual meet. Uh, I will see him at Big Twelves. I think yeah, I want to go back and change good. my fifty-seven pick because Ooh. Ted Carreras in the Uh-oh. chat reminded me that Brayton Lee will probably be coming back next year off of injury. You're going Brayton Lee? I think I might go Brayton Lee. Really? Oh, I, 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 I want to. We just picked Andonian. I, you did. Yeah, but I Brayton, picked an Brayton Lee. Shown, um, <laughs> I feel like Brayton Lee has shown little to no progress stylistically over the course of the last. What three? How many is this? this is gonna be his fourth year in college now, yeah, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, and he, uh, he did guy. lose to Garrett Model this year. He was, yeah, yeah. not a model citizen. Uh, uh, I'll stick, I'll stick with JD. This is this is some real last place in the pick'em contest behavior right now. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were gonna kick the habit of, <laughs> of, of bad picks. Um, uh, um, 74. Jumping. 74 is easy. Who's not picking Siraki? Who is in that final? I mean, who's in the final? Well, hold who's, on. Who's coming hold, back? Just did, wait. Hold it, on. It was he won by he two won seconds by of riding time or whatever. Of, of riding time. Oh, no. yeah. Makai's back. <laughs> yeah. What grade is even in? What, what is he in? What grade? Because was he, he redshirted. He redshirted in 2018. He won a title in 2019. He's got like three right? years left. Two, year, two years left. This was his fifth year. This was his fifth year of college. How does he have two years left? Because uh, twenty twenty one was a free year, and he redshirted, and he redshirted in twenty eighteen and twenty. The Olympic redshirted, so this, he could have two years. This math makes your brain hurt sometimes. I know. 
I'll be glad in like 2032 once all the COVID stuff's done, and then we'll, <laughs> then we'll know. Then we'll know definitively like how what eligibility people have. I feel like this is going to go on for forever. Us wondering like what grade people are in, but and also if they'll they'll use take it. it. Yes, and that's the other consideration. Like there's really no consideration usually. Like will they come back? Won't they come back? In a typical yeah. year, it's like yeah, you have this four years. Now it's all different. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, especially like after that six year, there's a decent amount of these dudes that are going to have their masters. It's like, what, what are, you, are we going to be, we have a bunch of PhDs running around the rest of the community or like, they'd yeah. be like ah, I got my masters. I'm ready to go get a job. And Mackay would be a seven year guy if he used his remaining two years. Yes. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what That's he does. That's one of the great, uh, great movie quotes of all time. A lot of people go to school for seven years. Yeah. They're called doctors. <laughs> Yeah, I, was watching, I was watching a uh, little documentary on Hulu about Chris Farley. It's so sad, but oh, uh, okay. dude, I didn't realize he was uh, he was from Wisconsin. Ben, he went to Marquette University. So he's from Madison and went to Marquette University. Yeah, yeah, from from Madtown. Um, anyway, check that out if you, All if right, you want. So Mackay, uh, who else do we have coming back at seventy four? So Kimmer's gone. You lose. Lab, he got Labriola Lab coming back. back. Labriola's back. Uh, Hayden Heidley's gone. Gone. I I think it's the same two dudes, honestly. Yeah, seems fair. But it's really tough to pick against Starachi after Starachi. he's done it twice. Yeah. That guy's he's kind of got that refuse to lose sort of. He's really tough to pick. He's, he's really good everywhere. Also, he doesn't get ridden. He's good on top. Good on new, yeah. Good neutral, offensively and defensively. Yeah, he's good. He's got a good tank. He doesn't have the. Um, it's not like the most elite tank. He doesn't like gas a ton of dudes out, but he can. He can certainly endure. I mean, he went to ultimate yes. tiebreakers. I know, but Makai was so tired. If you recall, Makai was yes. very tired, but he was gutting it out too. Okay, so I'm going with Carter. I think it's. I think it's the same final. Honestly, Makai. Makai was fantastic. At NCAAs last year, they both had some really close matches too, as you recall. I think Makai had a was he a sudden victory or tiebreaker against Peyton? Is that right? Barely beat Peyton. Yeah, Peyton almost beat him twice. Chris Foka, very. I don't want to say almost. very nearly beat him, but he was in position to win the match. Those guys yeah. will get in those matches with good guys, but like you said, they just have that. They got that dog in them. They have that dog in them. <laughs> Where they just don't yeah. lose. Okay, 184. Will we have uh, a Ben Askren curveball? Yeah, um, Parker Kierkegaard. Uh, come uh, on. What do you it's mean? Not, come it's on. not he outrageous. Lost he lost 3 2. He's beaten everybody else. I gave him the secrets to beat Aaron Brooks. We're good to go. Um, true. Heidley is also so, not listen, an outrageous pick. I worked out with them while I was at you said folks on Nationals. I think there's a few things that he's missing. And I, you know, I said, hey, here's the few things I think you're missing. Now, is it going to be easy to beat Aaron Brooks? Of course not, right? Aaron Brooks is on path to be a four time. He's as elite as elite gets. But I'm, I'm sticking with my guy. Let's go, Parker. Let's go, Parker. Love Parker. Love his, his grit and his game. You don't have to pick him. It's okay. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I mean, I think you guys would probably pick him to be in the NCAA finals. Would I? Um, I think he so. Beat, he beat Trent. Trent had a, a, a he had a very bad backside. 
Trent had a bad backside? He's got a bad backside. <laughs> what he beat didn't he beat Truax though? And didn't Truax did Truax not beat him no, no, on the Parker, front? Parker no. beat Truax on the backside. He he lost to Parker on the backside. Who's he? And the Conti Trent. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Very close matches, I recall. Trent, Trent almost listen, guys. Trent almost beat him. Trent almost beat Brooks. Twice in the NCAA final, where some people argue he should have. And then it went to overtime this year. Trent very yeah. nearly had it. That's like, why I said like, it's not an outrageous pick to pick Trent. Yeah, I don't think it's outrageous at all. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen. But I, That's I think... one of those things. We think about that Penn State stat that we brought up earlier, which is uh, obnoxious. I mean, roughly a 90% winning percentage in the semifinals. You know, what's, what's almost more preposterous to me is it's not like it's David Taylor or Ed Ruth is blowing people out. It's like Siraki overtime matches, RBY one point matches with Dayton mm-hmm. Fix, Aaron Brooks overtime match. Like these dudes are in close matches, and they're finding a way to win them all. It's freaking wild. Yeah, it sort of doesn't make a lot of sense how often it happens. Yeah. I'm trying to find the bracket. Uh, didn't Truex beat Parker? Didn't they split? They split. Truex beat Parker oh, okay, on the front so... side, and then Parker beat him for third place on the back side. Yeah, this this is a very. Uh, I, I think Brooks. I would uh, basically guarantee he makes a final, but the other finalist is going to be very. It's very much in contention, and I'll also say that Brooks can obviously be contended with. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, especially if um, I mean none, none of them are in the same conference, right? So if they um, go about their seasons and and they for some reason don't meet up, given this year's NCAA placements, I mean Hydley could be the four seed potentially. Very possible. Very possible. Okay. Here here we go. 197. I know who I'm picking. Okay. Wait, hold on. Did you pick? Did you pick A.B.? Brooks. Brooks? I pick Brooks. You pick Parker. 197. Yeah. Ben knows who he's picking. I got to hear it, though. You want me to go first? Yes, please. Ferrari. Fast twitch. Yeah. That's who I'm going with as well. Although, I don't know. Part of me is like younger. Is this? Oh my gosh, that's who I want to win. As an, Honestly, uh, given the level of improvement, there's a there's a decent. He can just replicate that again. Again, <laughs> over again, he will. Be, yeah. Um, I I think that could be one of the toughest matchups for AJ. Honestly, um, the the thing. Oh, will he be, is for sure. You think so? Oh yeah. Because he can match his speed and the athleticism and movement whatever mm-hmm. uh, other thing is like the Penn State thing with Dean and Ferrari and like it, and is, is Ferrari on the path what's Ferrari doing is he wrestling what is he training is he healthy he's still in a sling so. he's still in a sling check his, check his Instagram what's he been doing lately <laughs> he's been he's been at Wrestlemania hanging out with Mason Paris that was like two weeks ago Okay, yeah. I don't know what he's been up to. I guess the past I most recent days. post. What's on his? I can't look because I'm on my phone right now. Yeah, is it still him and DK? Uh, his last. Yeah, him and DK Metcalf talking, talking shop. Um, who's that? I don't know. He's a he's a, a wide receiver for the Got Cowboys. It. He was at uh, WrestleMania. Oh, nice. He's not in the Cowboys. Or Seahawks, Seattle, right? Yeah, Seattle. Sorry. Um, even I know that. Um, so yeah, he seems super into being a WrestleMania superstar guy. 
Not not talking about wrestling. Say the same thing about Mason Paris. Uh, Mason Paris Mason was Paris there. Was WrestleMania? Yeah. Ma- Mason Paris wasn't in Because a, he didn't put up pictures from it? Mason Paris wasn't uh, in a head-on collision, fiery blaze, and then said it was a light car accident, and then is walking in a sling and injured. Like, I, th- I think Mason Paris wrestled at NCAAs. He wrestled out the season. I think that guy is way more focused on wrestling, the actual sport of wrestling, than the pageantry around it than just going to WrestleMania one time. Is uh is Mason Paris having surgery? Because we talked about some injury issues, but we did, maybe didn't get some specifics. I don't know it. if he. I don't know if he is. It was get, a disc issue. He said. I gotta figure he is oh. gonna get that corrected. Well, that's disc issues can be just time off though. Also, potentially. Really. Yeah. Have you ever had disc issues? Yeah, I had some neck issues when I was in college. I, in high school, and then the same issue in college. Dang. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I don't know what he's gonna do. Um, but for Ferrari's the better is the better guy, uh, for sure. But like, if he's not healthy, if he's thinking about other things, you know. Yeah, this is another weight, kind of like fifty-seven, where I feel like you know, and we I think we said this issue, but you guys got you got some guys kind of down the list that can threaten you know Stephen Buchanan, Rocky Elam, Younger Bastida. Um, you got a lot of really good options at 197. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a great way. And the, also the other thing is like if if AJ's recovery is not going well, he could he could redshirt. He's never redshirted, right? That's true. Uh, so uh, yeah, because well, so this year coming against his eligibility because he competed, he can't get a medical. Right. Yeah. Correct. Um. So if I'm John Smith, I want him out there though. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Heavyweight. Have a Shane Sparks thinks thinks Gable's gonna be back. I think no way, Jose. Man, I would have said that last week too, and then not. <laughs> what you heard rumors? <laughs> What'd you hear? Uh I don't know. I just don't know if he's super done. Christian wrestling. Piles. I don't... Christian Piles. Look in the camera. You got the Gable shirt on. Oh, am I wearing the Gable shirt today? Did I Tell us what you heard. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. What maybe, a tease. Maybe he comes out sooner than Boo we this think. man in the chat. Boo this man. Boo. This is the weird <laughs> thing I didn't want to Be honest with the people right now. The people want your honesty. I wouldn't rule out Final X for Gable. That's what I'll say. Wow. There is That's one wild. component. But he already left his shoes on the mat. Everyone can put their shoes back on. Nope, he has to no, wrestle shoeless. He can wrestle shoeless. He will still win the Olympics. No. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta leave the shoes on the mat. You gotta honor the shoes on the mat. No. <laughs> uh, there is one component though with Final X versus NCAs, and that's enrolling in college. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's kind of a big thing. <laughs> Because Gable yeah. did four years of college, so he probably has his degree or he's, is very close to his he's degree. He's graduating, yeah. He's graduating. Mas- master's degree, Gable. Oh, I got to hang up on someone. He should get a... <laughs> did Ben just leave? No, I think when you get a call, he's got to uh, go, go... it gives and, you the boot. <laughs> he's got to go hit that do not disturb mode on his, on his computer or on his phone. Um, it's really not been that bad, him being on the phone. It's really been all right. Except he's gone now, which I guess is kind of a bad time to bring that up. So yeah, uh, do we think I I 
sort of don't think he comes back for for college. There he is. Yeah. So who's who's your pick to win Sands Gable next year? Dude, this is hard too because it's like does Mason Paris come back and look like he looked two years ago, or does Kirkwood continue to get better, or is Colton Schultz just the best guy? Yeah, it's tough. Very Kirk. Tough. I'm kind of inclined to Kirk it up. I want. I'm gonna go Colton Schultz. I'm kind. Uh, I'm going Schultz as well. Just a really part of me. Pardon me, it's a wait and see with Mason. You know, honestly, yeah. any of those three, if I picked them out of a hat and it's like, hey, this is who you have to go with, you I'd can ride with them. I would ride with them. I'd ride with Kirk. What if like, I Dude. told you Cassiope won? How crazy would that be? If I got his name in the hat, I'd be like, I'm putting this back. I don't. Think <laughs> I think he's really what good. Got, what about Wyatt Hendrickson's name in the hat? I'd say, who put his name in this hat? <laughs> <laughs> you are. A communist member of the CCP. Who would name that? You're a butt piss. Get him off the show, JD. I, I'm just trolling you, Ben. You Arrest him for anti-American can... propaganda. That is not. That is not what I'm doing. Shout out to Wyatt Hendrickson. We love. Listen, we love Wyatt Hendrickson on this show. Um, I'm just realistic about it, uh, about you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna be a lot of fun okay. to watch, though. So, Fair yeah, enough. oh, man, I guess I'm going Schultz. I don't feel that much more confident in Mason or that much more confident in Kirkfleet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my pick. Who you, you're riding with Kirk. You're riding with Schultz. When in doubt, ride with Penn State. That's the hey, thing. Hey, you know what we didn't do? Or there wasn't, there wasn't even one name Dean. brought up. I really thought about it. What? Uh, there wasn't one name brought up of someone who was, like, in redshirt or not competing this year. Oh, I guess Brayton Lee. Well, Brayton Lee did compete this year. That's kind of crazy, I think. I think in normal years you would have yeah. like someone. Shane Van Ness was brought up as well, but oh, he's right. at Yanni's weight. But like, most likely. It, it's true, though. And we've been talking about this since the season ended. It's like the field is not going to look much different other than the graduates. It's not going to be. It's, uh, or there's going to be some guys that are like, holy cow, this guy came out of nowhere. Some real surprise type dudes that you just didn't see coming, which is. Obviously, a possibility. We've got a little. There's also some pretty good recruits coming in, but it's like, are they gonna redshirt? Like, you just kind of assume they're gonna redshirt a lot of times. And I don't see anyone like a super duper true freshman. So Dursky could be a factor at 41. At 41, because 41 is void. Well, of top and talent. Hold on, you saw Mendez is in the scene. So why is Mendez wrestling in the Senior U.S. Open? Because I he saw wants him to make there. A senior world team. Why is and he's qualified for juniors? Why is he not doing the U twenties? Because he's, it's not the World Team Trials. He's qualified for the trials. Oh, because he's already he's already qualified for that. Yes. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, because I was going to say, um, doesn't make sense for him not to do that. But yeah, it's okay. So he's already qualified for the trials for the juniors, so he doesn't have to compete in the Junior U.S. Open. Correct. Correct. Got it. Okay, makes sense. And look. I'm not saying Mendez is even going to come close to making this senior world team, but Cardigan came very close, and Mendez beat him two matches to none fairly handily, like three months, two yeah. months before that, for, yeah. for the uh, for the junior spot. 
Yeah, that's a yep. people forget. And he was sure. he was trying to make the senior world team last year. And was very angry that he was too young or something. And well, he couldn't. But basically, because it was like on a technicality of he made the junior world team, so he couldn't do these other things to qualify. They wouldn't allow an exception. So copy that. So um, he could have been the Cardi Young of the 2021 World <laughs> Team Trials because he would have been the same weight, too. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely excited to watch Jesse Nubuzakis, Feldman, the, the whole Ohio State Coterie, Levi Haynes. What was that word you just used? Coterie. It's like small, How do you spell that? Small group. C-O-T-E-R-I-E. Small group of what? People? It's like a small group of peers, I think. Small group of peers. I'm going to look that one up. I've never good, heard good Small group of people with shared interests or tastes. Oh, that's, that's a great, great word usage. Perfect usage. Thank you. Shout so out to explain shout to out Buffalo Gap. Shout out Buffalo Gap. <laughs> Jane Hammond. There's no way in hell you learned that at Buffalo Gap. 100% I did. I remember. It was, in, it was on the vocabulary list. I remember it. Man, they got words like bricks on the vocabulary list. Plumbing. Pipe. <laughs> Cow. Buffalo, just Gap Buffalo Gap is a school full of high achievers. We've got Ivy Leaguers. We've got doctors. We've got uh, come on, bro. Apex. Oh, the Alp. I would put you wanted to do like the, you know the Iowa does the per capita argument that they're like the best wrestling state or whatever. Do the Buffalo yeah. Gap per capita. I the, want to do the median median ACT score of Buffalo Gap. It was it's a. It's, Basically, no one takes the ACTs in Virginia. It was all SAT. The ACTs Midwest. Yeah. Oh, got it. Huh. High, high achievers, Ben. High, high achievers out of out of Buffalo <laughs> Gap. Um, you, you don't even know. Mr. City Slicker, Arrowhead, Big School, whatever, dude. Uh, Unrelatable Ben Askren strikes again. If Lula Haynes goes 157, he could be a factor also because – we said if David Carr leaves, there's not a clear title contender. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, thought, I thought Levi Hayes was getting bigger, like he was going to be at once. Well, he's registered at 74 kilos for open. Saying. So, but then it's like you have Facundo at 165, and he wrestled 157 in the opens that he wrestled at this mm-hmm. year. Are mm-hmm. they? Are they both? Are those guys both registered both at 74? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, so to me, that's his wrestling registering at 74 versus 70 because at, at the junior level, there's not like a um, perceptual difference, right? Senior level, there is between Olympic and non-Olympic weights. Junior, it's like, hey, there's just 10 weights. They're going to the world. That's it, you know? Exactly. Um, so if you could make 50, what's it, 70, so it's 154. Yeah. If you could make that, you should make it, right? And the fact that he's saying like, hey, I can't make that weight class um, or I don't want to because it's going to be really hard. Um, that would suggest to me that 157 will also be significantly difficult. I agree, but then you get Kale saying, hey, we need you down at 157. We'll help you out. We'll get you on a plan. We do it. Maybe. Kale's not a big weight-cutting guy. I know, but if the lineup I needs think, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, no, I think we also just don't hear them talk about it. Yeah. Who like, do you think? Who do you think on Penn State's, you know, of of their elite guys? Who do you think cut a whole bunch of weight? Well, for Mark sure Hall? they they let Shakur cut a ton for uh, sixty five of the year he went down. He there. didn't do well. I didn't say he did well. I said oh, they, okay. I'm just saying right. there's. I'm saying there's examples of Penn State guys that have cut 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 weight. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, like Mark Hall, like, honestly, I can't say Mark Hall because he's up at 86 now, but Mark Hall literally wrestled 74 mm-hmm. kilograms and then wrestled 174 the next year. And I was like, hey, he's going to be too small for that weight class. David was, I was cutting. Thinking. David was having a really hard time. Did Bo cut before he moved up? Bo, um, Bo absolutely, um, he moved up because the cut, he, he felt like the cut was a big part of like you know why he didn't win i think i think i remember hearing that like he didn't feel like he was wrestling his best oh at 74 mm-hmm. yeah but so i mean i that. feel like these guys uh at penn state if they are cutting a lot of weight like bo moved up twice quentin wright moved up david moved up like Ed i think they up. all at ruth moved yeah but no but i think david at the end was cutting a bunch at 65 didn't david still make for Two more years, I thought he stayed at 74. Man, right? I remember he tweeted one? about, um, like, after he won or wrestled at the U.S. Open in 2014 and had the crazy match with Burroughs, he looked really big. I remember him tweeting, like, yeah, this is what happens when you don't have to cut weight and make weight all the time. Even though it was a lower weight class, him crashing down to yeah. 74 kilos was so different than the Friday, Sunday. Thing. Yeah, so yeah. I, uh-huh. It was a thing for him, for sure. But so, or did he only make weight for one year after? It was it only the the year after he graduated, and then he went up. So twenty fourteen, and then twenty fifteen, he tried it at seventy four again, and then and he went, went up. up to eighty six for the Olympic year. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I mean, I think it's it's happened uh, at Penn State for sure for for some of those guys. But yeah, I, th- I think they don't they don't like it. I mean, Chenzo, remember, he was like a forty nine, and then ended up going sixty five his freshman year, where he missed weight at forty nine at the scuffle. Yeah, he did. Remember that was a flow joke for a long time because he missed by so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think they they'll they'll have him cut when when necessary. I think Jimmy had a little cut at thirty three, and he eventually went up to forty one. So it happens. Yep. I think one thing they don't do is hold them down there long term at the weights. It seems like they eventually move up. Uh, David yeah. maybe being one of the only examples of the guy for the lineup. You know, they had Ed at seventy four, Quentin at so Ed was uh, eighty four by that point. So to Matt, Matt, Matt Brown, Brown? oh Matt Brown, yeah. yeah. So many Penn State national champions. I forget which ones were in the lineup at different times. Matt Brown legend because he warmed up in a singlet. <laughs> you you reference that a lot. Um, that makes him a legend. Or a nerd, one of the two. <laughs> Man. Oh, yeah. Remember when uh, Colby came on the Big Ten trip and he was just like, "Wait, y'all don't wear singlets all the time?" Oh, he just thought that's what. Yeah, that's right. Colby, a guy that works at works at Wait, Flow. Wait, what? He, uh, this guy that works at Flow, came on a trip just to kind of watch how we sort of do a coverage or whatever, and he was yeah. like watching everyone practice and warm up. They're like, "Wait, why aren't they wearing singlets?" <laughs> 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 They really only wear those for the competition, basically. That's fine. Okay. It's 9.38. I want to get to one question. There's one question that okay. we referenced. I feel like we owe the people that one. Uh, and where the heck did it It was go? the Yanni and Dake question, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't even find it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not in here. I don't know if it made the cut. but uh, Wait, it's such a good question that it didn't make the cut? Well... It just maybe didn't get pasted over. It doesn't matter. The question is basically like, if Yanni wins four undefeated, who do you got in the pecking order of four From timers? Sean Carroll, if Yanni wins number four and goes what? undefeated, does he rank above or below Kyle Dake on the NSA goat list? One loss versus four weights. Where does he rank overall? So, I, 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 you go. go. No. You go. 
Okay. So I think it's it's the four weight thing is not really the um I don't think that is the the epitome of Kyle Dake's case for why he's he's the GOAT. I think there's a couple things. One, there's the no red shirt factor. Um yep. two, there's the who he beat factor, which I something I weigh extremely heavily. The fact that his his national titles went through and, and the, the cherry on top is going up to take on the Hodge Trophy winner when you have a fourth on the line. That is just absurd. And it, yeah. it bears bringing up and mentioning every single time that he went up and yeah. did this. So I think, the, I think the David Taylor win is huge. I think he also beat Derek St. John. He also beat Frank Molinaro, a national champion. Uh, he beat David Taylor three times, as Ben is holding up. Um, beat Montemarian, who NCAA champion in my book, and an NCAA champion in all our books. He beat Reese Humphrey, uh, who would go on to do great things on the on the freestyle level. And this is like a fifth year senior Reese Humphrey versus a yeah. true freshman Kyle Dake, which avenged yes. one of his losses. Avenged one of his losses. Now the case against Kyle is he had, I'll say, quite a few losses, and this is <laughs> in the the comparison of NCAA champ. He lost to Donnie Vinson. He lost to Zach. Bailey, he lost to Reese Humphrey, and he lost to um, Kevin LaValle. So his losses yes. are to, like, not all-timers or even na- national champions. None of those guys won a title. Yeah. Or even made an NCAA um, final other than Reese. Um, yeah, it would be really uh, – man, how much fun would it be if we got to rewind history and make Darren Caldwell healthy when we see Darren Caldwell versus – because Kyle Dick was the four seed that year, correct? He, uh, he was. He had two losses, and he would have faced Darren Caldwell in the semis, I believe. Mm-hmm. And instead, I think he had uh, um, the American guy. Oh, what was his name? U- not Oogie. That Did was not the Fittery? Citadel guy. No. Fittery was 57. Um, I don't recall. Gambayer Sanja. Gambayer Sanja. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice yeah. callback. Um, yeah, so I would say, I, I say, I bring up, I reference a lot of the arguments you brought up, but I think you kind of nailed them. Um, Honey's only got one loss, and I think even I think even had he not done like the, the late, so he didn't do the initial red shirt, but the later red shirts, I don't really think that plays into it at all. Um, I would say their dominance is fairly similar. Like you know, Kyle didn't have an insane bonus point rate. Yanni's is is good, but not great. Um, and I you know I think David's uh, sorry Kyle's wins over David would be the main crux of the argument that Kyle should be number two. I don't really get into the moving four weight classes. Um, I mean, the one thing that it actually allows him to do yes. that is, is get more wins over NCAA champions. Cause honestly, if you stay the same weight class, Derek St. John, the same he's guys. not an NCAA champ. He's not, yeah. you know, and um, you beat the same guys and that's, you know, Yachty's, you know, he's changed two weight classes um, as opposed to four. So I don't really give any any weight or not much weight to that. The not redshirting is huge, but both of them are in the same boat there uh, initially. Um, well, Yanni's got redshirts now, but the the initial where he he won, they both won their first year of collegiate um, right. competition. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd probably probably lean Yanni on the fact that he has one college loss, who, which he avenged. Um, and it was kind of, I don't want to say like, um, I don't want to say it was lucky because I, I hate that word. Right. But it was like, man, it, he, he was controlling the match. The guy yeah. wasn't better than him. He just kind of made a mistake. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? And then Kyle Dake has four losses. And to your point, um, they really aren't – they're not – there are probably a lot of dudes that that even the current crowd of wrestling fans probably hasn't really heard of. Yeah, Zach Bailey is, is definitely someone that, that – he was an All-American for Oklahoma. He was good. Yes. But he was even number one for, for a time that year. As I Oak recall. Park High School, baby. Okay. Shout out to Oak He's Park. A new guy. But that son of a bitch, I gave him a great recruiting trip, and he wouldn't come to Missouri. So, Zach Bailey, I'm still mad at you. How about Dang. that? How about that? I let this guy have so much fun, and then he wouldn't come. He didn't come to Mizzou. I was so annoyed. Dang it, Zach. You I know, it. right? He would have fit, fit in the lineup great. I was also Jamal Parks. Gave him a great recruiting oh, trip. Oh, man. He puked all over my back porch. What a moron. <laughs> uh, Sounds like he had too much of a good stage. time. What? Too Sounds like he had too much time. Of... Yeah. Kyle beat him at NCAAs one year. Jamal Parks was a beast. <laughs> He was a beast. Like he was good for he a guy really that only good. placed once. Um, I would have loved to see what happened if he had went freestyle, like all in. I think he could have been really interesting at sixty-five. Yeah, um, I think he went some. Um, he went to MMA, and then I want to say he maybe had some behavioral issues. Uh, uh, not non athletic, I oh, believe. Non non athletic behaviors. Uh, so yeah. In, in my opinion, it's it's tough for for Yanni to pass Dake, and also. Really? One loss ever in four years of collegiate competition? That doesn't do it for you? Three uh, undefeated seasons. Yeah, I like Three it. Seasons. Kyle had two two undefeated seasons, which is one less. Also, so you, so you go, you're going Kyle over Yanni. So JD, break the tie. I got to go Kyle. The uh, It's the David Taylor wins. That's, that's just like, and, and you yeah. know, Yanni... In the no controversial, listen. Final. There's some Ohio, the the, Ohio, oh, the, the McKenna, McKenna match. Don't ask Tom Ryan who won. Don't ask Tom Ryan who won that match. I, th- I thought he tweeted about it, didn't he? He may, yeah, he, he did. did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. How do you? you know, we never brought that up. How do you guys feel about the head coach tweeting about things like that? I kind of feel like it's crying over spilt milk. And listen, I, I like Tom Ryan. Um, but I kind of feel like it's it's a little whiny, you know, and like things maybe it just doesn't look good. Uh, how do you feel? Am I am I off on this one? I don't know because one, it's just, it's an authentic thought, right? Which I that's think true. that's I like that. That's that's just how he feels, and I don't think that's a sure, bad thing. Sure. Um, I I but but then you take the other side of it, which is just what you're pointing out, which is the perception of it, of how people will interpret it as whining yeah. a couple of years later. Because um, it's which, not like you can change anything. It's like nothing can be changed here. And honestly, like when he, he did the whiny one about the Keegan and partial reversal, dude, that was close. I, I was definitely worried that there were a partial reversal there. It was super close. Um, but... But the, here's what I didn't tweet back because it's like, hey, I'm so biased. I love Keegan, right? I'm yeah. biased. I'm not gonna freaking tweet about it. Um, number two is that it doesn't win Cartwell the match. Cartwell can't ride Keegan, so it's effing two to two, and then they're gonna figure it out. And Cartwell's probably gonna get tired of Keegan and take him down. So what? You're you're whining because something should have been tied? Like, give me a break, bro. Yeah, that's a um, nonsense. And yeah. then, and then on top of that, though, the, the, see now now <laughs> this is me tweeting back. This is why I didn't tweet <laughs> back because I knew I was gonna get heated. But on top of that, your your guy had two minutes to get away and he couldn't get away. How about just get, get him better on bottom? How about that? See, this is why this is why I didn't tweet back. I well, think you shouldn't have brought this up. If, if, I'm he, mad about it. if he debatably had a reversal, then then you know that's pretty good. 
It's like the ultimate thing you can do from the bottom position. Debatably, but you had a you had a minute and fifty five other seconds to complete a reversal or escape, and you couldn't do so. Yeah. No, I no, see, no now I see now you brought this up. I I didn't. Uh, I, did, record, I actually I didn't, didn't bring, bring it up. up. You did. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. He brought up the Joey McKenna match. I didn't bring up. Uh, I brought Tom up Ryan. the Joey McKenna and match. You, you brought up. Tom Ryan thought he won. This is all your guys. You brought up the tweets. I didn't want to get into this. Now who's whining? You're blaming. Blaming. <laughs> You're no better. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> he um, I I, I don't know. I I'm not in that position. I. I think it's fine. I think it's – I like candor from coaches. I think there's too much where they don't tell you what you think, and um, I don't know. I kind of know I kind of know where Tom's head and heart are at with that and kind of what yeah. he's getting at, and it doesn't bother me. I don't – I will say I don't think it does him any favors in the overall public perception for yeah. from wrestling fans, but I don't know if that's really also what he cares about all that much either. Um, I don't know sure. if that's sure. – which is fair. Uh, so yeah, well, this was fun. Uh, there's a ton of really good questions that we'll get. What are we we'll doing? Which one? We're doing 2022 versus what tomorrow? 2013, 2014, 2013, 2013. Buckle up. You better tell Shane Sparks to get ready, and he's got to make picks. Tell Shane, Shane, you might be listening. So if you're not ready to make picks, don't show up tomorrow. Don't show up for work. You need. You know what? Picks. You know what? We get. We get. Um. We get boot power. We can we can just say the word, or we if we hit a button and he's wavering, Tyler just kicks him off. Boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> he's trap out. door. We trap door Shane. Can we install a trap, trap door, door in his house in the in the next twenty four hours? That would be big. It's gonna be tough. It'd be tough. We might be able to pull it off though. <laughs> we might be able to do it. Shane, we need you to build a trap door. Um, he'll pay. My internet to work tomorrow. Also. All right, you'll get the internet. We'll be back. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for Ben for figuring it out. Oh, yeah. There's some adversity in oh. Ben's life, but he figures it out. He's a hero. Thank you, JD. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you so much to you for listening. 780 dang episodes of this show. We'll try to get better. We're doing our best. We will be back tomorrow on Taco Wednesday. Hope you guys have a great Taco Tuesday. Wednesday. We'll see you then. Come get some tacos, Ben. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye.